everyone. I'm your host, Andre Faraz, co-founder and CEO at Incognito. Welcome to Trust and Safety Mavericks, a show focused on topics related to online trust and safety and riding the next big wave. Welcome. I'll kick off this series of podcasts with a topic that becomes more and more important. Trust and safety and its connection to location. The last few years, and especially after COVID, we have seen major changes in people's behavior. We saw a surge in usage of mobile apps to buy all sorts of things from strangers on marketplaces, order food, pick up a ride, and in the end, interacting with strangers online is risky. But when people meet in the real world, the risk becomes even greater. This challenge is no stranger to trust and safety professionals. But the bottom line is this. We have to be able to trust who we're meeting so we're safe. And to establish trust, we must know people are not faking their identity. Online services have to be able to establish trust in the user's identity. But establishing trust in online users is one of the hardest things to do. And that's why online authentication is one of the very few aspects of the internet that has become worse over time from a user experience standpoint. We started with simple passwords that became longer and more complex with capital letters, symbols, and numbers. But beyond passwords, now we have to type passcodes that are transmitted over email and SMS. We also have to scan documents, take selfies, and even move our head around. Maybe soon we will be having to dance in front of a camera so we can authenticate to do something online. With consumers using online services more than ever, all the friction we face on a daily basis could be converted in a much more productive or pleasant time. Even though we experience all this friction, the internet is still far from being a safe environment. Online scams and fraud keep scaling very quickly and legacy fraud prevention systems are highly ineffective. Every day, we hear stories of people who got ripped off on the internet. On the safety side, depending on the level of interaction a person has with a stranger from the internet, the risk becomes very real. That is the reason many US states now have designated safe trading stations, mostly at local police departments. So people who meet online can trade from a safe location. And that is actually a workaround for people to be safe when meeting someone they don't trust. So in reality, since it is so difficult for us to believe a person is well-intentioned and is in fact who they say they are, we have to be close to a law enforcement supervision. Isn't that crazy and kind of sad? Part of the reason why we don't trust people on the internet is because we do not believe they're real and for real. Do they have their own private agenda? Well, probably yes. That's when tools to verify identity and reduce risk to a minimum come into play. But in addition to all the friction, some companies and even countries try to solve identity verification and trust and safety by reducing people's privacy. As an example, the ubiquity of surveillance cameras is not a new topic. 
and will only get worse. Face recognition is growing exponentially, but so are deep fakes. How can we recognize and trust people without disrespecting their privacy? The reality is that many websites and mobile applications don't really need to know our name, gender, age, or to analyze pictures of our face to provide you with their service. Unfortunately, that's the way legacy identity verification systems were built. I believe that there is a better way to establish trust in online users, a more natural and user-friendly way that simply understands our unique patterns to verify our online identities. Location is probably one of the last things people would think could help verifying identities, when in fact, it is the most powerful technology you can use. So let's talk about location as the key tool for online trust and safety. Okay, so the most basic concept here is that an online fraudster or scammer needs to hide. This person can access an infinite number of fake or stolen identities. Hiding behind a phony name, picture, phone number, email address, and document. There's almost only one thing that one fraudster can't do to hide their identity. To be in more than one place simultaneously. Well, not really. Fraudsters also do that. They spoof location data to hide their real identity. They fake their location using technologies such as IP spoofing and GPS spoofing. With location spoofing detection, apps can stop fraud before it scales from one incident to an entire fraud farm. A fraud farm is a physical location from which scammers run scalable fraud operations. It is what distinguishes a single user abusing an online service once or twice versus a professional fraud operation. Detecting fraud farms is the most important part of the trust and safety job because online fraud and scams will always exist. What trust and safety professionals and fraud fighters need to ensure is that fraud and scams do not scale. Because if it does, it can destroy the business and its reputation. Another important part of location is related to its accuracy and precision. If location is used to identify bad actors and fraud farms, if it's not super accurate, it can lead to high false positive rates. Imagine the following. You live in the same apartment building where a fraudster lives. If that person gets caught, you can eventually be blocked from accessing an online service because of the close proximity. So location data used for trust and safety purposes has to be super precise to the unit level. And GPS is not enough for that. That's why 10 years ago, I started working with my colleagues on developing a location technology that was more accurate than the GPS. And we ended up building one that was about 30 times more accurate, working indoors and reaching about 10 feet in accuracy. We use signals like Wi-Fi scans, Bluetooth data, and motion sensors. With this high precision, we tested the resolution of our location identity technology. 
that creates a unique fingerprint for each user based on their unique location behavioral patterns. The conclusion of the test was that our location identity solution has a false acceptance rate of 1 in 17 million, which is 17 times better than Face ID. This is what led Incognit to reach the mark of 200 million mobile users protected in only two years, and also to have no record of account takeover fraud in that period. Finally, another aspect is privacy. Location data is only collected after users opt in, so users are in control. If they want to share their data or not. If they decide not to share, they're basically deciding to continue using high friction authentication methods that are also less secure. The result is that on average, 90% of the people do share location for trust and safety use cases. But more importantly, to protect the users that accept it, Incognit doesn't need to collect any other personal identifier, such as name, email, phone number, biometric data, or document information. Device and location data is sufficient to ensure high security and offer a frictionless experience. So going back to an earlier point, I believe that there is a better way to establish trust on online users, a more natural and user-friendly way that simply understands our unique patterns to verify our online identities. I hope you enjoyed learning more about how location technology can redefine online trust and safety. Over the next chapters, we will be interviewing industry experts about this subject. That includes specialists from gaming, fintech, food delivery, marketplaces, social media companies, and many others. We will show how these companies are using location to make trust and safety simple. Stay tuned. <music>